Hello, welcome to the Arrogant Healthcare Marketing Bastards podcast for the week of January 26, 2015. This is 200, episode 249 and a half. I'm Chris Bevelo, EVP at Revive Health. With me today, as usual, are... Jackie Olson, account supervisor with Revive Health. Uh, Adam Meyer, VP at Revive Health. And we have a special guest with us today, Dana Weymouth. From Revive Health, Dana. <laughs> from where Revive Health? Uh, from Nashville, Tennessee, originally Santa Barbara, California. So I've that's where uh, you're from originally. Yeah, born and raised. And you moved to Nashville. It doesn't make a lot of sense with no. a pregnant wife, and we uh, drove Santa Barbara <laughs> all the way. I wish I had your podcast. I'm an idiot. Uh, if you could, and Eric, you would have you would have been entertained the entire way. Yeah. So that makes more sense now. You seem more like <laughs> a, a California guy than a Tennessee guy. Yeah, it's, and that yeah. sounds bad to all the people in Tennessee. I didn't mean it that way. Well, no, but there's a California vibe. Oh yeah, so, I mean that's yeah, it's fair. different vibes. Not yeah. a not I didn't mean or worse, it negatively. There was no, no negative. Well, I didn't take it that way. And a Minnesota person would be would fall would be in a different camp than those two. So it's not it's not mm-hmm. a, it's not an insult. Okay, good. No, many people <laughs> up here have already said you're not you're not from Nashville. So yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> for obvious. for revive, you moved to Nashville. Correct. Right? Yeah. Wow. Well, that's that's commitment right there. Well, <laughs> you know, Brandon asked you to do something, and then you, you just do, do it. it right, you do it. <laughs> so you're here helping us move our office because part of the acquisition that occurred in November is we're expanding the office. We have we are now what was Interval is now the Minneapolis office of Revive Health. Mm-hmm. We're going to grow that office, so we've got a bigger space that we uh, are going to move into soon. So mm-hmm. we're very excited to do that. And now we're digging out all the crap from 1997 that's buried in our office. <laughs> <laughs> which, which we told Dana we'd already done. And my favorite recollection of that is finding a phone book-sized manual for Adobe PDF <laughs> oh, from man. literally like 1997. Because that's critical right now. <laughs> well, because that you needed a phone book-sized manual for PDF. Yeah what, yeah, what exactly is that manual going to teach you about the portable document format that you <laughs> need to the know? Irony, the irony of a printed document to learn about the PDF. <laughs> <laughs> Think about that. Those are the days, the 90s. Jackie, you were what, 12? How old were you? Like in 1990? 1997, when that book probably was published. So yeah, I was like, what, 15? <laughs> Who are you? Wow. I was born in 83, so. Yeah. Yeah, I was 17, 17. I don't even know, 14. Definitely wasn't 17. <laughs> no, I was 17. Oh, okay. Yeah, I would have been a year out of high school. I would have been, I graduated in 96, so I would have been Is that first right? year of college, yeah. Wow. You're I'm old. so yeah. damn old. You're older. <laughs> I'm older. I'm an older gentleman. It's not good. So welcome. <laughs> Thank Thanks you. for joining us. Thank you. So let me give some uh, updates, and then we'll dive into our at least one good meaty topic, if not a couple. Uh, speaking, I will be speaking at the Healthcare Marketing and Physicians Strategy Summit in Vegas. Love that. Does that Apple. have an acronym? Um, Hickamipis. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> that's not good. Well, that's what I just read. I don't know. Can we just call H-C-M-P-S-S? it the forum? PSS Or the forum, <laughs> yes. It's the um, forum, yeah. <laughs> that is April 13th through the 15th. I'm speaking right in the middle on the 14th with Chris Ernst, who's VP of Marketing at El Camino Hospital. Our session is called Embracing Change, One Organization Shift to the New Paradigm. So join us there. 
We'll be speaking May 21st as the keynote at NESCO, New England Society. Ah, New England Society for Communication and Healthcare Organizations. <laughs> Should we Google that one? Well, it's the it is the marketing hospital marketing and communications association for New England area states. Okay. That's not the acronym, but that's what it is. And I'm giving a presentation called Joe Public Still Doesn't Care About Your Hospital. Uh, as we already mentioned, we are now Revive Health, so I think everybody knows that. I wonder at what point we just put that to bed. I can totally podcast, take that off the agenda. In this podcast. <laughs> yeah, I think our listeners know that. Okay, that's fair. Deleted. Deleted. But don't forget to check out Joe Public 2, Embracing New Paradigm, on sale now at JoePublic2.com and visit our digital marketing audit online at intervalaudit.com mm -hmm. and watch for news for the next Joe Public Retreat coming in June, maybe June? Hopefully, Hopefully. June. Yeah. yeah. Unlike, we will plan this weather appropriately. So it might be Minneapolis, but you're pretty safe in June anywhere. Oh, yeah. Unlike the <clears throat> Mayo Clinic Social Media Summit Conference Summit, which is being held in Rochester, Minnesota in February. Really? Yikes. Oh, what a bummer. Bad well, idea. when is the Super Bowl going to? That's next that next year? Two years from now? Three years from now? The, the Super Bowl. The, yeah, oh, here. one of the next Super Bowls is going to be here. Yeah, but you can't like, change it's next the weekend. date of the Super Bowl. I know, but it's still, it's like... <laughs> <laughs> We're <laughs> going to talk about that. Just oh, hold, oh hold that, that that's coming, that's coming. Hold that that would have been a good coming. segue, huh? Okay, so <laughs> that's all the updates I have. So before we get to our content, Danny, do you want to tell us more about your... Like, what do you do for Revive? Yeah, sure. Um, you know, my title operations and IT manager, um, been with the company for four years. And really the philosophy that um, we started as a small company and, you know, you guys are dialed into that is how, how can we care for each other as a family? So as, as somewhat cheesy and overdramatic that can feel, it's nice to work at a place like that, right? So. Mm -hmm. Trying to kind of replicate that now with a much bigger family is, uh, you know, maybe a Catholic family, I guess. <laughs> um, but just, yeah, the, the idea is um, revivers are my clients and trying to take care of them the best I can. Um, the IT and operations part is really that means uh, through the office space, make, make it a great place to work. We win those awards and, you know, make the culture right. Mm -hmm. Make everyone feel mention like, those awards. Know. We've never talked about them. Yeah. So but. we've, uh, we've won a quite a few different ones, but the, the one in particular relates to, um, some of the things that I can, you know, uh, attest to is the, the office space. Nashville, uh, does a deal where we do a survey and it's the best places to work. Right. And it, it, you know, it's not like, ooh, the coolest design or, you know, like, wow, your furniture is really great. That plays a role in the award, but it's more about, um, you know, the happy hours, the connecting with each other, the retreats that we go on, the, mm -hmm. the money that we invest back into the employees and stuff like that. And so I play a big role in that as well. Mm -hmm. um, I've done all cool. the retreat planning and agendas um, for, and, and we'll also for this one coming up. And so I kind of have a started wearing a lot of different hats um, and I'm trying to focus them and help um, pass along some of those responsibilities but um, I really got lucky to uh, be able to really take on the responsibility of the Minnesota office um, you know I was talking with you guys about just wanting it to be 
easy, simple, and, and brand new and feel like a nice new shiny car with, you know, all, yes. the, all the great stuff. <laughs> um, you're going to have Bluetooth and, uh, you know, voice. Like, you, you're going to walk in and go, take me to my seat. I'll nice. Like, and pick you up. I like that. <laughs> nice. Kind of the vibe um, we have here. A yeah. Star Trek. <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately, it doesn't always, uh, you know, you have all these great ideas. But the idea is to have um, a place that you look forward to walking in and, and working at. So that's kind of what I do. Um, you know, and this was the first time I've ever been to Minneapolis. Um, oh, yeah. And the right. weather has been phenomenal. It's been nice. Yeah. And okay. I mean that in a good way, right? I mean that in a great okay, way. Yeah, it's, I, I've been walking everywhere. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I had this weird, I had a question. Does everyone jaywalk here? Yes. Oh, yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm like standing following Jackie the law <laughs> on the corner. Everyone's just flying by me. And I'm like, what it's am too, I doing it's wrong? It's too cold. You, you don't have time to stand yeah, around. It makes so much sense. <laughs> yeah. That's really yeah. This yeah. isn't Santa Barbara where you're yeah, like, the more time I spend outside, the better. Yeah. Usually it's not that way. That makes so much sense. I think it's actually, I think there's a difference between Minneapolis and St. Paul that it's not illegal in, in to correct me if i'm wrong maybe you guys know it's not it's illegal. illegal it's it's, it's or, yeah. or at least it's not really enforced in minneapolis whereas in st paul it's a little more enforced I've, I've heard you've heard people talking about jaywalking enforcement though i've seen I yeah i've seen really? well it's a top I'm i mean of it. I, it's i mean dana brought it up i think for good reason it, it's it's so common i mean everybody everybody sees it i think even in front of a few officers that were driving around i saw people just going for it and i was like I've, you know i think twice when i do it when there's police yes around. And I'll, and I'll if yeah. I catch myself, I won't do it. Yeah. Now, when when you bring up jaywalking, what do you guys define as jaywalking? Just walking crossing. against the light. Or okay, so that's or, not what I define as jaywalking. I, I can say, well, either that or just like me walking right. across the yeah, road. Right yeah, outside of the yeah. crosswalk. Oh. Right. Yeah. But I crossing. Or people do the light. both. Here. Could be. Yeah. People go against the light oh, yeah. too, which that I did that with them because I thought it was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> did that blow your mind? Yeah, I was like, I man, do that all the time out here. Right? There's yeah. no traffic coming. What am I doing? It, it is I'll, cold. I'll right ain't nobody what, got time for that. What if that light? What if they just changed that guys. light's steez and then all of a sudden, what? Well, you know, we're so used to that light outside, but like, you know, right outside of our office that we cross at. But what if they all of a sudden decided to change up the programming and we got it wrong and then we got hit by a car? Because I'm not just blindly walking into the street. I'm looking. There's no cars, so that's not going to happen. But still, you don't know when the lights... Well, I, you know when that light's going to turn. But maybe they switched it up on you. You just never know. But I'm still not walking out in front of cars. You're missing the point. If you're jaywalking in front of cars, then yeah. you're an idiot. You, you do <laughs> you it. deserve to be hit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if you're going to break the law, it's on you. So I take that responsibility if I'm breaking the law. Right. I don't I know. I'm a little leery about... If we want to... Can I complain about breaking the law? Because you know what? I'm a tax-abiding guy. Breaking the law. I'm a law-abiding citizen. And I take great pride in that. And I've been traveling a ton recently. And so last week I came home late. I needed to get home. My flight was delayed. I was supposed to get in like at three. I get in at five. The heart of rush hour. Jack already knows the story. <laughs> so I'm going home in the in the rat's ass of Twin Cities traffic. <laughs> 494, if you're familiar. And 494 goes east-west, and I need to get on 35, which is also a rat's ass. So I go around on the exit, and I'm heading south, and we have carpool lanes here. And because I do so much driving and I live so far away, I pay to drive in the carpool lane. Mm -hmm. You get a little thing, which is fine, right? Well, they have double white lines that protect the mm -hmm. carpool lane, and, and there's only certain gaps. So... I get into on the interstate where I need to get over into the carpool lane, but it's a double white line. And it's just not, it's just stopped. We're just stopped, right? And it's as far as I can see, but the, the lane I want to get in is wide open. So I do my due diligence. I look, I use my mirror, I turn my head, I do all that. I pull it and go. 
I must have pulled in in front of freaking Smokey the Bear because I get pulled (laughs) over and get a ticket. And I and I it was yes way. And it was everything I could do to say really, really. And I know I broke the law, right? But this doesn't make me want to like abide by the law more. It makes me want to go. Well, screw it. I'm going to rob a bank. That's the man. If you're going to get pulled over for that, for God's sake. Make it worth it. Anyway, it's my traffic rant. So would you feel the same if you got a ticket for jaywalking then? Is that? Um, probably maybe. not. The, the other part of it was, this guy was like Sergeant Holka. You know who that is? No. No? no. Stripes? For God's sake. Oh, oh, the movie right. Stripes? Yes. Oh, yeah, I see So stripes. he's like a drill sergeant. <laughs> and he's right. talking to me like I'm seven years old. Uh, that's annoying. Uh, now, I pulled you over. You know why I pulled you over? There's double white lines back there. You know what you're not supposed to do with those? I'm like, cross them? <laughs> that's, he's like, that's, that's right. They're annoying. there for a reason. That's, they protect a, you and other drivers. I'm like, I, I don't, don't think what they're there for, dude. <laughs> Not a police. It's not a police. It's a police officer's job to enforce the law and then come give you a ticket if you break it. And he can tell you why, but not give you a lecture like you're a seven year old. That's ridiculous. Well, and I, you know, and I was in such a bad place because I was agitated already. And it really was, I was proud of myself for not just going, really? Am I getting a ticket for, I mean, I wanted to just say something, but I didn't. (laughs) And then he was kind on the way back. He's like, this is just a simple misdemeanor, it's just obeying a sign. Which means I think it's not a moving violation. Okay. Uh, oh, interesting. That doesn't even go on your record, then. I don't think does it. I don't know. I don't think so. If so I you're pay like, it, sure, which makes it even less worthwhile. That's not yeah, it's like, put record. that on my record. If I'm you're like, gonna, honestly. <laughs> so there you go. I don't know we got that was a weird tangent. We were supposed to talk yes. about something healthcare marketing. Should we do that? Yeah. What do you okay. got? Well, it's not really healthcare, <laughs> but it's marketing. It's branding. So this is something that came up. I saw this a month ago, and I don't know where. But it was the same reference. I think it was a letter to the editor. Uh, but then what's interesting is two people at Revive Health posted the same article mm-hmm. on our Facebook page, our Revive Health Facebook page, kind of giving a shout out to those of us in Minneapolis because it's a story that I had pulled up and now where is it? It's a story in the Wall Street Journal. Well, I didn't know that. Yeah. Called Minnesota's New Cool Image as the North. And it's about really an effort, I think, from, um, should I give them credit? Do they really get credit, the brothers? It sounds like they back the effort. I don't know if they started the effort. Okay. So Eric and Andrew Dayton, who are the sons of Mark Dayton, who is a, the Dayton Scion. Can I use that word? Sure. Oh my gosh, is I've it never Scion or Scion? S C I O N. Scion. So the Scion. son of the, Scion. son of somebody who's wealthy and powerful. <laughs> yeah. So the Dayton's department store. Mm-hmm. So he's an heir to that. He's our governor. Bummer. His sons. Um, the story starts off talking about how uh, they own they own a lot of things. Surprising <laughs> enough, but they own a clothing store, and they had bought um, last year. They bought some hats, some winter hats that said North on them. Knit, you know, like just a knitted whatever you want, whatever, stocking cap, mm-hmm. and they sold out like immediately. And they can't get them back. And it's the example of how Minnesota, there's this movement in Minnesota to define our, to rebrand ourselves as the North. Yep. Which, when I first heard it, I was like, I like that. Even though I don't like, I bitch about the weather all the time. <laughs> that, to me, is actual <clears throat> powerful branding. Because right. it's differentiating and it's authentic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I've never fully understood 
how we're, I mean, we've always been considered part of the Midwest, Midwest but I've never, right. it's always felt off to me. That I mean, we're I, part I, of the I, Midwest? I get it, but it's like, we're not really, I mean, we're just as, almost just as much Mideast as we are Midwest. I mean, we're in the middle and we're in the, in the North. So it's kind of we're like, the where mid. exactly are we? We're definitely Midwest. Yeah, we are, but it's yeah. kind of, it's still, it's kind of like, are, you know, no, I don't we're in the middle. We're I think middle. we're dead in the middle. I'm going to bring up a map. The middle, exactly. Sir. Mid is mid is for middle Midwest. <laughs> yeah, but then, but why? Why did it have Eastern East is slam. like Ohio, Tennessee? Tennessee's probably the South a little bit. Um, but mm-hmm. I think Iowa, Nebraska, Missouri, Minnesota, all those states are the Midwest. Would you say you're coming from California? Yeah, what do you think of the Midwest? What would you call the Midwest to start with? Yeah, I am like very confused by all <laughs> of these states and how that's you fair know, they're not just one no um, <laughs> we actually are <laughs> i i think uh that you, you got it dead on i mean that's what most people from the west would like lump in a lot of states to that midwest like oh yeah they're it's like south midwest like that's how yeah. you you figure people out west the, east yeah. south yeah. midwest yeah and there's, I mean, there's Southwest and there's Southeast and Mideast, but yeah. So what do you guys think? What, what do you think of the idea of, from what you know of Minnesota, of wanting to be known as the North, which is kind of owning our bleep. That's what's authentic about it. It's like, yeah. hey, it's cold, but let's own it. Mm-hmm. What, what do you think of that coming from somewhere else? How's it sound to you? Does it sound good I think or it bad? sounds great. As far, okay. as far as like catchy, um, you know, easy to remember it, North Minnesota, it's like, yeah, that makes sense. Uh, a lot of, for me, it's like hockey in Canada stand out mm-hmm. when I'm thinking about and the cold yeah. and those things all to me scream North. Right. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. I, I, when I saw that article, I was like, well, there's a reason someone wrote it cause it made sense. But, um, <laughs> why those hats went you know, so crazy is because people, it's so funny when there's a good Mm -hmm. idea, it's like wildfire. It's incredible. And so I think it's obviously a good idea. Um, and that shows like the consumer likes it. Um, but I agree with it too. You know, I think, um, for me coming up here and not knowing a thing about Minneapolis, but just kind of looking around and checking out the vibe and things like that, like getting pretty trendy you know, pretty cool city. I'm like, you got to have a name then, you know, yeah. you got to have, you got to distinguish yourself. So I think it's actually great. I think it's perfect timing. Yeah. I like it too. And you think about, there's some comparisons. I mean, obviously the Nordic heritage here, I think most people think of Norway, Sweden, Denmark as cool places. Yeah. Yeah. Like most people I know would go, that's a, those are cool. Pl-. There are also places that are highly educated, mm-hmm. well off, Mm-hmm. And that's Minnesota too. I mean, Minnesota's <clears throat> strong economically, very highly educated. I mean, I I love it. Mm-hmm. I love it. And what's funny is, if you've listened to our podcast, Danny, you would have known this. <laughs> We've had an ongoing argument, Jackie and I, about the state's attempts through tourism to bring people in. And I went off on a rant like two years ago <laughs> because they had an ad that that was bragging about Minnesota because it said it had more shoreline than Florida, California, and Hawaii combined because of all the lakes, right? Yeah. And I'm like, who gives a rip, A, <laughs> and B, you're contrasting yourself with shoreline that you, if you polled 90% of the people in this country, they'd be like, do you want to spend time on Minnesota shoreline or Florida, <laughs> Hawaii, or California? We lose that all the time, right? And I'm not saying it's not beautiful. 
right? But yeah. it was just a ridiculous Heated way. Debate. It was ridiculous, right? A ridiculous way to try to stand out, in my mind. This well, is real. This is powerful. I love it. I still think it's cool we have that mature line, but... <laughs> it's, a, it's a nifty fact. It's a great it's a fact. A nifty. That's, a, that's exactly it what it it's is. It's a nifty fact. It's we have a lot of access to water. Here. What's that? We have a lot of access to water. That's a key selling point to some. For and Chris, for Chris's side, uh, everyone in Tennessee, Tennessee books uh, like winter vacation. I don't think I've heard anyone say, "Oh, I'm going to the shores of Minnesota." <laughs> Not in the winter. Yeah, I will say Florida. that's for sure. From so. a warmth standpoint, obviously, Florida, you know, California, anything tropical, you know, kicks our butt. But from a from a straight up beauty standpoint, the the North Shore yeah. holds its own against any. Any coastline, it's any gorgeous. true coastline. It, if you go to the North Shore up on Lake Superior, it is just beautiful. There's nothing, it's you know. Obviously, it's, it's, it's pretty it's amazing. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, there's there's just it's subjective or objective. I guess whichever way I want to look at it, but you know, there's nothing more beautiful. It's beautiful, yeah, but I you agree, don't Adam. spend time on it. Uh, you spend time which, looking at it, it or driving you by it. Oh, I see. You mean like on watercraft and stuff because or, you can't or beaches. <laughs> Yeah, you Beaches, basically you look at it. Part yeah, of my, no, you don't. Still, yeah, you don't really spend a lot of time. Now we're tit for tat period. here about how do you people use lay, the shoreline. <laughs> well, that's lay what out? I've been saying all along, right? Like, do uh, people no, tan they, and lay out? But yeah, you could tan and lay out, but the water is pretty maybe. damn cold, and yeah. It's, yeah. you might see like one or two up yeah. there. But <laughs> yeah, <laughs> those desperate folk. Well, <laughs> you kind of wear your flannel all year round up on the North Shore. Yeah. So, to me, this ties back to healthcare marketing in a sense that. Brands need to be differentiated if they're going to be powerful, and they need to be authentic. And we deal with this a lot with hospitals. Uh, and now, especially that we're part of Revive, I think I see more of this where Revive does a lot of crisis work. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of how Revive built its national reputation. Um, issues in crisis work is that you know we're just known for that. And you see these hospitals that are are in some kind of hot water or another really bad sometimes it's really bad stuff and part of what they want to do is go out there and, and run a brand campaign they want to they want to talk about all the great stuff they're doing which is understandable you know there's a there's some common sense seemingly to that but then you stop and you go is that authentic you know when when you see an ad from an organization that says we're awesome and then the news says you're not awesome and here's why yeah that's a problem. You're creating an additional layer to a problem you already have by this inauthentic disconnect. And it, I think it can actually draw more attention to the problem in the first place of people going, you guys are, you're, you're, your head's in the sand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You yeah. know, so I'm not saying that's, you should avoid that, but it's, it's part of the, the authenticity issue that you have to think about. I mean, we all, we've said for years and years and years, your brand is, what you do, not what you say. Mm-hmm. So we can say it's awesome to live in Minnesota. We can say all these things, but what are we really? Right. And if you, can, as long as it's positive too, it has to be compelling to the audience. A brand does, obviously. So you know you can't be Saskatchewan and say, "Well, we're cold and we're the North, and people are going to be like, great for you, but we're not going to Saskatchewan." <laughs> but there is benefit to what we have here in Minnesota. So, mm-hmm. so that's how I think it draws back. Yeah. That was a good tie-in. Did, did that work? <laughs> yeah. I don't think I stretched too far. No, no, that no, that was good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so we'll post a link to the article. Um, it's just got a lot of good stuff in there. And, and it makes clear, like, there's no official, 
this isn't a campaign. This is like a grassroots mm-hmm. conversation that's bubbled up. And you've got comments in here from people like um, uh, senior curator at the Walker Art Center, which is an internationally renowned museum. Mm-hmm. Um, here. Yeah, talking about it. You've got uh, the Minnesota's commissioner of the Department of Employment and Economic Development talking about how uh, it's actually economically beneficial to be in the cold for all kinds of reasons. A, for all the server farms that are being built, they need cold. Uh, B, hmm. people tend to be more productive in the cold. C, it's harder to get people that to move here. Believe. So there's always jobs for people. I mean, it's not Alaska cold where, you know, you can write your ticket if you know how to mush dogs. But, <laughs> but anyway, there's just a lot of good stuff in here. Yeah, I like a very it. interesting I like article. So I don't know. I don't know how to involve our, engage our audience in that. Give us feedback. Does that make you like Minnesota more or less? That's really what it's all about. And apparently we make a lot of great products that are now being sold all over the U.S., which I did not know about either. Like what? Well, like that Duluth pack. Are you familiar with that brand from Duluth? Yeah. Like in this article, they say that they're selling them in Barney's in New York now. Mm. And then like the Faribault Wool Company that's been around for ages. I have one of their blankies because and it's they will change your life. stuff, right? Yeah. Well, this it's Spam. Keep, oh, Spam there you know. is from Minnesota. That's what we're known. Yeah. Some Hormel. They sell that in New York. <laughs> it's come, that comes out of um, Albert Lee, right? Does it really? I didn't even know that. Albert Lee or Owatonna. There's a number of huge national brands that are based here. I mean, you've got Best Buy, General 3M, Mills. General Mills, Target, Medtronic. Medtronic. What else? I'm sure I can keep going, but those are the, ones, yeah. the big ones that come to mind. We do well per capita for Fortune 500 companies. Mm-hmm. We sound like we're trying to sell people. I know. Dean, are you interested? <laughs> I'm, I'm in. Yeah. Well, this, this is going to be a part of our recruitment package. Yeah, tool exactly. For, yeah, uh, I'll pass go. this to Elizabeth. <laughs> The other thing that I have a pair of Red Wing. I used to do construction. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Red Wing. Oh, yeah. that yeah. I mean, right there, it's that's the definitive the definition yeah. of hardworking. Right. Just like you mm-hmm. feel, you put them on, and you feel like you can like walk through a wall. <laughs> oh, kick through yeah. one at least. Yeah, at least. Yeah, that'd be smarter. <laughs> I'd never, I'd never heard the term utilitarian, like clothing or brands or whatever. And that's what all these, all these are. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. they're practical. Carhartt, though. Yeah. I don't think that's from here. But no, that's the but car that's kind of vibe. Like the definitive work right. coat and right. overalls. Yeah, yeah. There's there's one aspect to this that's not mentioned here, and I haven't heard it mentioned. But whenever I talk about this, it makes me think of it. Whenever I hear them saying we're the North, Game of Thrones, Game of Thrones. That's Seriously, the first time we have always go back to the, the Game of Thrones. <laughs> well, it does. <laughs> the North is a very positive part of Game of Thrones. Yes. Okay. It also makes me think of one other thing, which is hilarious from The Office, one of my favorite Office episodes. <laughs> The Diversity Day episode. <laughs> I, yeah, it's, sometimes it takes me a little bit. Larry Wilmore, who's got his own talk show, is the consultant that gets brought in to help them with Diversity Day. And there's so many funny parts about it, but but Michael doesn't like what he does, so he creates his own right, thing. Right. And he creates a video, and he says, I haven't seen he it. He starts it off by saying, Abraham Lincoln once said. If you're a racist, I will invade you from the north or something like that. <laughs> so it makes me think of makes me think of the north whenever I hear the north. If you're That's a racist, awesome. I will invade you from the north. Okay, so I think we've covered that pretty well. You yeah. know what? Let's ditch the other two. It's, it's Jackie was weird. <laughs> didn't, didn't you guys have some insight? We talked about podcasts on the, like the last oh, episode, yeah. but Dana's a huge podcast fan, so yeah. 
So we want to know what podcast you listen to. Yeah. yeah. Well, the latest is, the of course, like the cereal series. Yeah. You know, I and not, not the one that you eat, but yeah. <laughs> that would be a good one too, yeah. though. Um, but yeah, I, you know, I listen obviously NPR and uh, It's American Life and then all, you know, maybe not even podcasts, but anything that I can, you know, get on my phone and when I'm driving or whatever. Mm-hmm. I love books, to have, that kind of thing. Yeah. Audio books and things like that. Um, but st- to me, what podcasts are so interesting that it always feels like there's some kind of, um, well, one of two, you know, you're either gonna get one or two things, a really interesting story or some information that you might not know. And so like, I feel like this one, it's like, wow, I just picked up a ton of information or facts. I never would have you know, I didn't have to read and I love reading actually, but <laughs> we just fair. don't have as much time. Right. Yeah. 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 Um, you know, it's a multi a podcast is like multitasking, you know, you can yeah. do other things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's why I love them so much. And then the, yeah, that whole series that just came out, it's like, it's so bad. Like, don't we love train wrecks of people's lives? <laughs> Which really one is that the cereal? cereal. Yeah. I mean, okay. it's, but it's, it's really brilliant. She does a good job of, um, unfolding a really good story it was compelling very compelling though it was interesting people talked about it. i think we even mentioned this on one of our podcasts like it was this new form of journalism and i don't know it was just weird it was like a documentary but you're watching it live as, as it's being created yeah. instead of after it's been packaged because they would just go down dead ends and they would yeah and that would be part of the experience yeah mm-hmm. but it was really it was really good plus the the guy was compelling the guy who was convicted of the murder his mm. his voice in the in the podcast was just really interesting for yeah. for good or for bad whether he did it or not he just i don't know for some reason it was interesting to hear him speak well, through his story what was fascinating was i felt like i walked away going he either didn't do it and I feel horrible, or man, he is a nutball. Right? Because <laughs> right. he's so good at. Wow. Yeah. If if he really did it, man, he is an incredible liar. Yeah. He's you psychopathic know? or sociopathic yeah. or whatever. And wow. it's hard to know. It's it's hard to know. No idea. The, I walk away going, I have no idea. Though at the very end, they discover this thread, and you're like, well, crap. That's probably the answer. I won't give it away. Um, but they kind of all along build up one person as maybe the guy who had something yeah. to do with it. Yeah. And and but what's interesting is at the end they come in and say well it could just be like this random I won't give it away too much it could be this random killer <laughs> who got out right remember that yep but then it's like well that doesn't explain all these other Jay things, right? and, and Jay all the things and, he said yeah why would he say all those things if he if it had nothing to do with him so you can see how interested it is really <laughs> I'm like starting to get really excited yeah. we're going to talk about this later offline <laughs> and there's more keeps coming out yeah more and Jay more, and more just stuff. blows my mind. Oh. Yeah. I'll have to check that out. That yeah. actually sounds I interesting. To, I listen to a ton of tech podcasts and like, and a bunch of uh, um, like American This American Life, yeah. Freakonomics, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, but I need to check that one out. I mean, it's been all the rage. What? So. How did you guys start this? What was the motivation? Serial? No, no, no. Sorry, your oh, podcast. Your, your podcast. <laughs> um, you know, we started. I can't remember the idea. The idea initially was it. And we've told the story so many times. We'll tell it briefly. But it was it was to just get our voice out. So the first podcast were these really painfully planned <laughs> hours, like branding. We're going to talk about branding. It was more like a webinar without video, right? Yeah, yeah. and they were um, long, and it, and it and they were good in terms of content, mm-hmm. but they had no personality, and they were impossible to pull off because it would just take forever to plan it. It was really Adam mm-hmm. who drove it. Cause he's like, "Hey, I listen to podcasts that are kind of like radio shows. 
we just show up at the same time every week. We have some topics and we riff on them. We're like, well, at least we'll get it done. And so we've literally been doing this for five years, four years straight. And almost always it's Thursday when we do it. It's not today because mm-hmm. you're here. But we had the same time, like 1 o'clock on Thursday, for three years. And we just, everything flowed around it. And mm-hmm. I mean, sometimes it didn't happen, but. Right. But yeah. And, and no. it's just, and it's just, we love doing it because it gets us together and, and, and we get to talk about things that we care about. Um, and we get great feedback on it. Yeah. yeah. Who's your audience? Like who do people, healthcare marketers and they, they respond via email or do they kind of go into the website or they, you know, we used to try to push more response and we would get it sometimes like we had a LinkedIn group mm-hmm. or we'd ask people Facebook. and people leave comments on our website. Yeah. But it really wasn't a lot. And I think it's like any of our experiences with the podcast. Like I love podcasts and I could go like Bill Simmons is one of my favorite guys ever, right? I listen to his podcast yeah. all the time and you can email him and he'll actually blog about your email. He has a mailbag yeah. every week. Yeah. But I've never thought of doing that. Mm-hmm. Even though I've got all kinds of things I would like to say, I would never think I want to contribute to a podcast conversation. Yeah. Because it is like a radio show. So we don't really push for it much anymore. I just, wherever I go, wherever I speak somewhere, Someone there are people that mm-hmm. know of it. Yeah. And that says a lot because I'm all over it. the place. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I totally forgot about the sports podcast. Oh, I Bill was like Simmons BS report for the longest time <laughs> to all ever. that stuff. I had to stop because it was, it was bad. And <laughs> you were addicted. Yeah. And I couldn't do work. I was literally actually ended up, I'd look up and I was like, oh, I haven't done a thing. For an hour. <laughs> you know, like, what's happening? You didn't multitask during those. That, no, there's no, so some guys know you the in, sports yeah. guy, Bill Simmons. I know the name. I'm aware of who he is, but I, I don't just know came no. across him maybe two or three years ago, but he oh, writes man. about sports, but he infuses. It's kind of like we do with healthcare. He does it even more so with popular culture. Okay. Oh, and the best thing ever, like this is, I'll just tell this one thing. Whenever he talks about the Timberwolves all the time because they've so screwed up this franchise, like we're going to go see him tonight and they're horrible. I got seven wins <laughs> because they can't do anything right. And the biggest reason was because we had this general manager called David Kahn, who's experienced before becoming general manager of a NBA team was he was like, some kind of management for some like minor league team, and he was a journalist. That was it. Really? We bring him in to run the organization. He makes the worst moves <laughs> ever. And this is not an exaggeration. So whenever Bill Simmons references him, he puts in a video <laughs> of Star Trek from William Shatner going, Con! Because <laughs> he just can't stop talking about how horrible the guy was. And he does that. That's He'll awesome. write a blog post that will take you a half hour to read. But I love it. It's the best stuff I read online. Yeah. Hmm. One of my, my favorite podcast is um, it's from some guys who had different podcasts that came together, but it's called the Accidental Tech Podcast because it was three guys who were doing tech podcasts. They all had a passion for BMWs and wanted to come together and do a podcast about cars and BMWs, and it ended up turning into a whole new tech podcast, and they never talk about it. So it's called the Accidental Tech Podcast, but it's really good. That's probably the one, the one that I look forward to the most every week, but otherwise. Besides ours. Besides ours, mm-hmm. yeah. You gotta get this will be yeah. This oh be yeah, a top I'm on two hundred forty nine and a half episodes. I'm on it. I'm on it. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Jackie. We expect you to listen to all two hundred forty nine. I will. Too. You should. And then we're do we do our Super Bowl spectacular every year. Oh, so that's after next the Super week. Bowl, we talk about all the ads. Yeah. So that'll be next week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, two weeks. Mm-hmm. Super Bowl's a week from Sunday. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. That'll be two fifty. And do you come up with a winner? 
Uh, we kind of all, just talk yeah, we, see we all pick our favorites and we rip yeah. on ones that we have a good time. It's a fun yeah. one. Yeah, it's a good one. People love it. They love our Super Bowl spectacular. That, Do they? They love our sweaty. <laughs> <laughs> I had the NPR voice going from Bill Sweaty's. <laughs> sweaty balls. Yeah. Sweaty balls. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't want to say it, but since you just threw it out there. Isn't that an, a Saturday Night Live yeah. deal? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I thought you said, MP- you you said NPR. Well, they're, like well, NPR they're making girls, fun of girls it. It's an NPR. Okay. the women. I'm so out of touch. No, no, you were right on. All right, so we better wrap it up. We've got people to see and places to go. <laughs> ah, yes. Better. So for the Arrogant Healthcare Marketing Ambassadors, this is Chris Bevelo. Adam Meyer. Jackie Olson. Dana Weymouth. Thanks for joining us. We'll talk to you next week, episode 249 and three quarters. Bye. Bye.